Hi everyone, it's Thursday night, 9 o'clock, back to our regular time slot for the Handicap, a rugby chat that matters. Good to be with you. We're going to be talking some United Rugby Championship. We've got those eight fixtures to get through, but we'll be focusing mainly on the SA Games and then also touching on some Super Rugby as well. Let's drop this down so we can see who the guest in the studio is. And I've got the Undertaker. He joined us as well this morning, not as a guest, but on the live chat for our Super Rugby show. And Henrik, great to have you on the show, mate. Love that Western Province jersey. And I'm sure you're looking forward to a big weekend. I'm assuming you are going to be watching the rugby this weekend. Yes, Brent. I'm really looking forward to this weekend's rugby. Um, I'm going to watch a lot of the games. Most of the games I will be able to watch. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and then, yeah, like, you know, when, you, when you're able to watch the games, you get into it uh, more from a betting perspective as well. So, yeah, I can't wait there. Excellent. Well, just a reminder, if you do enjoy the, uh, pro, the, the, the the show and the channel, give us a like and hit the subscribe button. It certainly does help us a lot. Fareed, welcome. Yes, we've missed you over the last few weeks. Looking forward to your thoughts on the weekend's rugby. And yes, welcome to the guys in the live chat. Mark joining us from Ireland. Go Leinster, go. We'll see what Henrik says about that, Mark. I've got to admit, and I'll give you a little hint, I like Leinster this week on the handicap as well. And Fareed is saying, it looks like a brand new jersey. He's in a new Western mm -hmm. Province jersey. No, it's a it's a very old one. Um, Farid, you 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 stuffed up my name badly there. But yeah, um, it's a very old um, jersey. I probably bought it when, in two thousand and eight, two thousand seven, oh. two thousand eight thereabouts. So it's an old jersey. I'm just looking laughing because I didn't read the full message. I see he called you Heinrich there <laughs> instead yeah. of Henrik. But yeah, it's a, a bit like my surname gets spelled Graham and H A A H A M and also A E M E. All the time differently. Verna joining us as well. Right. Henrik, let's get straight stuck in. I want to start with a little bit of URC. And I've, 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 let's load the show with the local derbies because I think that's what we're all looking forward to this weekend. We've got the Lions at home to the Sharks. A minus three and a half points, the Lions. And a point slide here of 49.5. Uh, looking forward to your views on this one. I, I've got some views on the points. Brent, like you know, I don't like the Sharks at the moment. I don't um, like the way they play. Um, and, and the Lions have been playing really well. Um, but, yeah, I'm probably going to surprise you. I like the Sharks. Yeah, I think the Sharks will win this game, actually. Um, I think it, it, it's good for them to play away from home, put less pressure on them um, with the home fans not being there. Um, just from memory, and I, I haven't checked stats lately, um, in my opinion, they have a pretty good record against the Lions, especially at, at a spot. So I think the plus is a great bet, um, and, and I'm going to take the Sharks to win the game as well. If, if they don't do that, I'm obviously going to be very upset myself because I keep opposing them, and I've opposed the Sharks quite um, successfully lately. But I think they're going to, I think, I just have a feeling they're going to win this game. Um, I, I hear you, you've got a feeling on the points. Um, I, yeah, I, do you like some points in this game? Yeah, I think, I think you know, 49 and a half is low enough to tempt me into overs here, Henrik. I had a look yeah. at a bit of the history between these sides. Look, the last time these sides met in Ellis Park, it was a very low scoring encounter. I think certainly the Lions only scored, I think it was seven points. and go quite well beaten by the Sharks. But looking before that, there was some high scoring games. Now, there's always a risk of these derby games turning into real arm wrestles. But I'm wondering, I'm looking at this game and going, yeah, both of these sides, I wouldn't say they're, I mean, the Lions are still in contention for a top eight. The Sharks look done and dusted. You know, maybe not that much to lose to really have a go. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards the overs here at, at 49.5. It was certainly a trap, if you remember the Lions playing the Bulls a couple of weeks ago. 
and I think the line there was 58 and a half, and, and it turned out, you know, unders arrived with, with some ease. But I'm just going 49 and a half for a game at Ellis Park. At that sort of level, I'm, I'm, I'm going overs. What do you, what do you think? Uh, Brent, my only concern at this time of year um, with the high-fault games, the, the Pretoria and Johannesburg games, sometimes you get the lower-scoring games at this time of the year because you you guys get, get rain at this time, so the field is a bit softer. Um, it's not that hard, hard field to, to get in, in winter. So that's my only concern. Um, 49 and a half, yeah, uh, probably, probably overs if, if pushed, but yeah, I'm just concerned. I, I'm not going to – I'd rather focus on the handicap here, and I think the, the Sharks plus is a, is a good bet, and I know – a few guys are not going to agree with me. And from from your show this morning, I think I'm going against the grain there as well because I think Chris and um, your guest from New Zealand like the, the Lions. Um, so, yeah, I just feel the, the Lions, oh, the Sharks to win the game and to play. And even if the Lions win the game, the Sharks can maybe get a late score to, to stay in the handicap, something like that. But I, I like the Sharks to win this game, actually. Yeah, look, I must admit, I've got no real firm views on that. I know it was Nathan this morning and just to mention, we did our Super Rugby show this morning, and that was at um, at 9 o'clock in the morning. So look out for that next Thursday as well. But there is a, I haven't put a link on down below, but if you go on our YouTube channel, you'll find a, a link to that. We obviously focus there on Super Rugby, but we did touch on the URC, and he did he did fancy the Lions there quite a bit. I must admit, just quickly on Nathan, um, Henrik, I enjoy him, though. Eh? He knows how to yeah. analyze. You know, he, he's very good, I think, at taking emotion out of his analysis. And he reminds me of this, uh, a younger version of you and me there. Yeah, it does, eh? And I, I like how, how we, a lot of New Zealand guys, they, they will blindly go for the New Zealand teams all the time. But he, he does, he's not scared of going for the Australian teams on the plus against the New Zealand thing. If, if his stats tells him to take the Aussie team, he takes the Aussie team. So, yeah, no, no, I really enjoy his analysis. Yeah, likewise. Well, okay, that's the Lions against the Sharks out the way. Let's move on to the Bulls against the Stormers. The Stormers have won something like seven in a row against the Bulls, and here we got them a six-and-a-half-point underdogs at Loftus. Look, this Bulls side this season has been a different animal to what we've seen perhaps in the in the last couple of seasons. But still, six-and-a-half points, Henrik wearing a province jersey. I'm thinking you might be leaning towards the plus here, Henrik. Yeah, they've got the wrong favourite, eh? If you check the... the um... The, like you said, the, the, the Stormers just uh, they, they've got the Bulls number the last few years. They, they have a brilliant record against the Bulls at the Cape Town Stadium and at Loftus. Um, so, yeah, the plus, in my opinion, is a great bet. Yeah, I, I think the Stormers, again, like the previous game, I think the underdog will win the game, the away team will win the game. Um, this Stormers team, uh, John Dobson, I haven't always been a fan of, but but. The last few years, he has done brilliantly with this team. He took a few no-name type of guys, just similarly to, to what Johan Ackerman did, did with the Lions a few years ago, and he turned has turned them into great players. They, I think there's a brilliant culture at the Stormers. Um, they've got a nice team, and you know, everything just seems to be going their way. Um, a guy like Marnie LeBoc, he was very average at the Bulls and at the Sharks, and he has thrived at at the Stormers. A few guys um, playing there at the Stormers looks really, really good. So, yeah, I think the Stormers will win the game, um, Brent. And um, I think there might be points in this one as well. Um, I think the Stormers points, I'll, I'll be having a look at the Stormers points here. Um, if I can get 23, 24 and a half. 
28. I think so. I'm just looking at that, looking at the looking at the handy looking at the no, um right. points around if you if you divide it by well, no, hold on. Yeah, what, what would it be? Take off the six and a half yeah, yeah. and divide by two and add it. Yeah, I don't know. Somewhere around 28, perhaps 28, 22 looks like what they fork. Oh no, then sorry, yeah. man. I'm mixing up the bulls and the stormers. I apologize. Uh, you, you're spot on. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Jeez. Okay, now you I thought you said Jesus, don't tell me they're 28. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Man. A lovely Stormers lineup. I like that as well. Yeah. I think it's a great bet. Yeah, because the, the Bulls, even though they score points, they do concede as well. So, um, I, yeah, I think Stormers overs maybe. Yeah, um, it depends what what the trial. Yeah, you, you're probably going to get Stormers over three and a half tries at ridiculous odds. But yeah, I'd rather take the points. Um, three tries and a few penalties, maybe if you get a lineup 22, 23, 24 thereabouts. But I, I, yeah, the, the plus again, the, 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 I'm a points punter like you, um, but I like the, the handicap more, yeah. I like the plus and I like the Stormers to win the game as well. Excellent, Paul. I like those as well. Stormers line at WJS coming in is 21 and a half. So that's definitely enough. Yeah, that's enough line, exactly. make, make it a solid thing. And just looking at the live chat, we got Johan coming out in favor of the Stormers. We've got Fareed coming out in favor of the Stormers. So hopefully the Stormers deliver the goods for us this weekend. Those are the two big derbies. We certainly, I know Henrik and I, as far as URC going, is focusing most of our attention. But Henrik, let's run through the balance of the game. Some interesting ones here. Edinburgh. Minus 10 and a half against Ospreys. This is Friday night. We've got a points line of 45 and a half. This handicap has just gradually sort of shifted in Edinburgh's favor. There was minus nine and a half, now minus 10 and a half. I suppose you might even still get the nine and a half. What are your views on this one? Anything for you on this Friday night? Yeah, Brent, firstly, I haven't, uh, of all this, other games, I haven't checked the weather. I haven't checked any weather. So I'm not going to, probably not going to have a strong feeling on points. Um, handicap. I think the minus is the way to go here. Um, both um, Scottish teams playing really well. They are second and fifth on the table. So, um, yeah, they, they are. They, I'm, I, I like the minus here. I think this this minus should shift up a bit more. I, I'd put it at two two converted tries. So I think it's a bit low at ten and a half. So yeah, I, I think if you shop around, you can still get nine and a half as well. Um, single digit minus. I think the minus is the way here. Right, let's see. Um, uh, Mark just asking, is LeBoc playing? Do you know, Henrik, if LeBoc's playing? I, I haven't sure. seen teams yet. I haven't seen any USC teams yet. Yes. They might be out. Okay, I, no. haven't, I, haven't, I've had a crazy day work wise, so I haven't had a chance to, to look. But yeah, as we get older, the responsibilities mount to get harder and harder. That's why I said the youngsters who always, you know, you, you got to stay in touch with those guys, they got a lot more time to, to study form. Right, let's move on to these games will be taking place at the same time. I think Munster up against Zebra. This handicap opened here in South Africa at any rate, minus 25 and a half. And the money has come for Munster, who were very impressive last time out against the Scarlets. A big victory there. They're minus 29 and a half and a points line here of 58.5. Henrik, you know, I don't know. Tough one. Big handicap this. What, what do you think? Uh, the, the Italian teams, they are definitely um, improving, um, like you see with the national team as well. Um, Zebra, obviously, the, the, the well, yeah, not, not the worst one of the two, but yeah, they, they are not, of the two, they're not the best. Um, but it's a tough one for me because I like Munster. Um, I'm a fan of Graham Rountree as a coach. Um, he's done brilliantly with Munster. I think if you got minus 25 and a half, that's a great bet. It's, it's four converted tries and you can miss one conversion. Um, minus 29 and a half, probably still the way to go. If, if Zebra, when they play at home, um, they're good value to back. 
and uh, I don't like these big handicaps, but I think um, Munster still the minus. I think I think let's let's see how many points Zebra will will probably score one try, maybe get an early penalty. I can't see them scoring double digits in this game. Um, so yeah, I, I, and Munster will score tries. So yeah, I think Munster minus still the way to go. But I can't recall a show where you and Fareed were in agreement on so many handicaps. Very, very <laughs> interesting that two M systems also coming in and saying Zebra is going to get slaughtered 40 at least. Yes, I mean, a, a fast start by Munster and suddenly that handicap doesn't look so big after all. That's Friday night's games out the way. Let's move on to Saturday now. A little bit of money for Glasgow, this open Benetton plus three and a half. Uh, sorry, uh, for, for Benetton, open plus three and a half. It's now come in a little bit to plus one and a half. And we've got a points line here, very low, Henrik, 42.5. Yeah, again, I think the money is, is right here, Brent. Um, Benetton, uh, I think they'll win the game at home. Um, like I just said, the, the, the Scottish team playing really well, Glasgow and Edinburgh. But at home, um, the Italian teams are much better, especially Benetton. They are a quality side um, for the Italian team. Yeah, and I think getting a plus on them or getting, getting even money on, on the win thereabouts just take them to win the game. Um, I haven't checked the weather, so I can't really have an opinion on the points. Um, but I think Benetton to win the game is a good bet. Yeah, Benetton, look, at, I think, of course, it's always tricky with this Jolly Six Nations as well, because I don't have such a good feel mm. for the depth of all of these sides. But I'm I'm leaning to to Benetton with you there. Another game we've got here, Connacht, minus 19 and a half against the Scarlets. I think the Scarlets have lost something like seven in a row. They've really been playing poorly this season. And uh, Connacht, yeah, uh, a narrow win last time out, but at home, You'd have to think they're going to be too strong for the Scarlets team. Now, I always like opposing the, the Welsh team sprint. Um, and I see, I'm just having a look at the, the lock weekend. Scarlets, they have a, 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 a the points difference of minus 197. And Connacht has a points difference of four positive. And Connacht, they are quite good at, um, at the sports ground. Um, and this is less than three converted tries. I think Connacht on a minus is the way to go. Points, you, you, you'll obviously have to have a look. There's lots of rain and wind normally there down um, at their home ground. It's a sports ground. Um, so, yeah, maybe an undisplayed Scarlet's if you can get a decent, but 51, you're probably going to get like 12 and a half there, about 13, maybe if you're lucky. So, yeah, I just I think just, just rather take the minus because Connacht will score, still score points in those conditions. They are quite good at that. Right, yeah, I'm also aligned with you there. I think Connacht on the minus for me, but certainly not a confident pick. We got Cardiff up against Leinster. I hope Mark is still watching to give us his opinion on this. Well, we got a very low points line here, 44 and a half, and Cardiff plus 13 and a half against the Leinster side that, of course, is very much second string. I see Henrik smiling. Is that because he's coming out in Leinster's favour, or because he's going to be opposing them, Henrik? Brent, yeah, you're quite a good poker player. You can read faces. Oh, I, I... I actually liking Leinster here. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm smiling because normally I I take Leinster on. Um, like I've said numerous times, I think the bookmakers normally over overvalue them. But I, when lost, did you get get a, a Leinster um, handicap of less than two converted tries against the Welsh team? Even though it's Six Nations and it's not the top teams, Leinster they've got a great academy. They've got good players. The minus is the way to go. Yeah. And of of all the the, the the URC games, um, excluding South African teams, this is one of my strongest fans, stronger fancies. I like Leinster a lot on the minus here. 
So that tells you all you need to know. Mark Dumpy, Undertaker <laughs> going for Lenska Dear God, he says. <laughs> but I'm with you here as well. Sorry, Mark. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> but Lenska have just got such depth. I also, I also yeah. like them on the handicap. And I will have a look at conditions. Um, you know, if there's rain, I mean, the points line suggests to me, if, if I've got that points line correct and didn't make a typo, that there certainly could be some bad weather about. But for me, a Leinster points play might also be be something to to look at. Uh, this one, Farid saying, hard to fight, hard at home, plus on the card for me. Okay, so the agreements between Farid and Henrik have now co- officially come to the end. We've got Farid on the on the card plus, but I'm with Henrik on this one. I think a Leinster on the minus. We've got one more game. There's been plenty of money on this one. I think, well, certainly locally, uh, I think it opened up like 18 and a half Ulster overseas. By the time I saw local betting, it was 20 and a half in favor of Ulster. And the money keeps on coming here for the for the home team. Henrik, I think Ulster lost to Ospreys last time out. They now face a Dragons side that, um, yeah, is, is pretty weak to begin with. I believe they've got a couple of injuries as well. And the money just coming onto the home team. I could see this handicap shifting out to mid-20s. Yeah, I agree 100%, Brent. I think there will be more money for Ulster, and I think the minus is still the way to go. Um, yeah, just keep it simple. Uh, I'm, again, not sure about the points. I think the minus is the way to go. Ulster should beat Dragons by four tries, um, so you just need two convert, convert well, after two, two after four tries converted, then you've got the handicap. Right, and we're going to move on to Super Rugby now. Just a reminder, if you haven't subscribed to the Good for the Game newsletter yet, we'll be happy you weren't subscribed last week. It was an absolute disaster on that one. I went overs in the Blues game, and unfortunately, after 32 points in the first half, things just dried up. But there is a link down below to our newsletter, which will probably come out quite early on Friday because I'm keen to get maybe some stuff down on Friday's Super Rugby games. And talking of Super Rugby, we're going to get into that in just a second. We've got two games on Friday, two games on Saturday, and two games on Sunday. And, of course, important to note here, Henrik, is all of these games are taking place in Melbourne. Now, we obviously covered this on, on the show this morning, but haven't really got your views on the game. I can tell you this handicap, fairly stable. Highlanders plus 11.5, and, and we've got a points line of 57.5. Brent, I got on the Islanders plus 14.5 on Monday, um, and I think this handicap is still too big, in my opinion. Um, New Zealand derby shouldn't be... Uh, a double-digit handicap, in my opinion. Um, they really go at it. it you, you get obviously get the games here and there that the one team will beat the other team by double digits. But yeah, I, I watch your show and and Nathan is is a New Zealand guy, right? Nathan, he, he said that the Islanders didn't impress him, um, and I agree. The Islanders weren't great last week, but the Blues didn't impress me either. I expected a lot more from the Blues um, in that first game. I'm happy to take on the Blues here, Brent. I think the plus is the way to go. Um, points, I know. I, I, well, not, I, I read your um, your your post about the points last year in, in Melbourne. There was a lot of points. The average uh, just under seventy, if I recall. Yes. Uh, you you pointed out um, this one. You know, I'm, I'm gonna uh, with the with the New Zealand team. They they defend quite well against each other. So I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna back the unders, but I'm. Just a bit concerned with the I'd, I'd maybe look at Evers and Islanders points because the, the Blues do concede as well. But for me, just take the Islanders plus and don't be surprised if the Islanders win this game. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about the points. Yes, 69 average. Only the Blues game, funny enough, against the Brumbies last year would have not beaten this cap. There were 45 points in that game. But yeah, Nathan made some good points about rule changes and that that you've got to take into account. 
I wonder if there's something about playing on neutral territory where both teams sort of maybe have a little bit more of a carefree almost attitude. I don't know. We'll find out this. I mean, we can't I always say like six games that we had last year and five out of six of them were really high scoring. That, that's not enough to sort of go in firing this year's confidence. But we'll be very interesting to see. And I certainly will be looking for some high scoring games. Let's move on to the other Friday game. Rebels up against the Force. The Rebels here minus five and a half against the Force. Both teams disappointing in week one. Dare I say very disappointing. And we've got a points line here for 56.5. And I'd like to know your views on my bet I fancy here, which is uh, I actually like the Rebels points, which is probably at about 31 and a half, I would imagine. I just thought the Rebels butchered so many opportunities last week against the Brumbies. And I think against a Force side that are not as strong as the Brumbies, they might suddenly click and, and score some points. Sounding a bit desperate because, quite frankly, I am a bit desperate for a couple of winners this weekend. No, Brent, I, I just can't back the Rebels. Um, I hate you guys. Um, you, you quite like the Rebels. And, and I have to, like you said, they, they did put you a few tries. But sure, things are not all well there. They've got, like, the, the coach have a full month contract. Um, the, the players, they're uncertain about their fit. Well, they know that they have to search for new clubs after this. Um, yeah, and, and they played really badly um, against the Brumbies, in my opinion. Um, the Force, they lost badly against the Hurricanes as well. But uh, the Force is this kind of team that will they will fight. The, the, the Rebels are more a team that, that they like to score um, nice tries, nice-looking tries. Actually, the back. Tries, yeah. yeah. Where, where the Force, they go down and they fight. They, go, they, they put off the sleeves and, sleeves and they, they go into the fight. So, yeah, force for me, Brent. My opinion, the force is going to win together. I've, I think they've got the wrong favourite here. Um, I would make this a choice game. At the, I would actually make the force a minus on this one. So, I like the force to win the game. Obviously, the plus. Um, yeah, uncertain about points. If anything, if pushed, I would actually go under here. Um, I, I think I can just see how this game gets gets into like a dark fight type of, type of game. Um, and I think both teams, after losing bad, badly in the first game, they will be desperate to get to win. Yeah, they are force and unders yeah. for me, but more force, force plus. I just want to see, um, force have shortened by almost no. Are you saying 2.5 points on the handicap, uh, 2M systems? Not sure if I understand you there, but basically, what I'm reading is the money is coming for the force, and I have seen I quickly adjusted these caps off this morning's show. Okay, so uh, Henrik and, and for that matter, all the guys in the live chat sort of <laughs> dampened my enthusiasm somewhat. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> for the Rebels there. No, no, no problem, no problem. I'll probably, you know me, I'm still back. But um, <laughs> yeah, let's see what let's see what happens there. Then we got Moana Pacifica. There was some plus 10 and a half, Henrik, early in the week. So quite a bit of money for Moana now. I was suggesting on the show this morning, well, you may as well get into the point where you may as well back them on the board, perhaps, if you like them, against the Drew. And here we got a high points line of 60.5. Yeah, you have to back them to win the game because they are going to win the game. Um, I got on Moana plus nine and a half. Um, and this six and a half is still too high. Um, yeah. The, the draw, the Fijian side, they do score great tries. But, the, yeah, I think Moana, the, the type of game these two play against each other as well, they, it's like one try for you, one try for me. They, they It's not like one team go out and, and beat the other team by a lot of points. I think... You have to go for a plus here. Um, and you're getting great value um, taking the underdog for the win here as well. So, yeah, I like the plus a lot. 
points-wise. Last year, I can remember they had a million points in both the um, <laughs> games. The first one, I backed the unders, and early on, I could see I was badly in trouble. Um, again, I I would I would think that it can be a dog fight type of game, but yeah, not with these teams. So after last year, I, I got hurt badly, so I can't take the unders. But but I'm I'm not going to take the overs either. I, I'm just going to focus on the handicap again. Lot. As, as a point punter this week, it probably sounds strange the way I'm going for all the handicaps, but I just feel safer with the handicaps at the moment. I'm uncertain about the points, and I think the plus is the way to go here. I think it's a good bet. I must say, last was it last week I, I had the Highlanders I liked on the handicap and the Blues, and I backed both of their points. Um, and both of their points fell short and they arrived on the handicap. And you sort of sit there afterwards going, I fancied the damn team, and I still, I still lost money. So I've just been making... You know, you go through those stages, but you're just not making the right decisions at the right time. And when you're on form and you're winning, it's amazing how you always seem to find the right way to do it. But when you're like me at the moment and you're sort of scratching for winners, it's amazing how often you make those those wrong choices. Let's see what the boys in the live chat say before we move on. Moana on the board. It looks juicy for 2M Systems. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. And uh, if I making the point, and this is very true for, for a lot of the teams, is that very different teams the ones that played last year. I do think Moana are perhaps a better side than last year, and I'm not so sure about the Drua. Let's move on to the next game. Are we on to, are we not quite on to Sunday's games? This will be the second game on Saturday. Henrik, a lot of money for the Crusaders. There was minus 18 and a half when we did the show this morning. I think it had already edged out a bit. And that's up against the Waratahs. Points also edging up. It was 58 and a half this morning. It's gone to 59 and a half. And it'd be a brave man, I think, that opposes the Crusaders here. Um, and, and, and I was actually quite impressed with them last week. I mean, they fought back well against the Chiefs at one stage. It looked like they are going to win the game. No, Brent, I posted the, the Crusaders last week, and I, I unfortunately, I, I heard you speaking about, to, to Nathan about it this morning as well. You got on the minus three and a half, I think, early on, and, and the Chiefs yeah. won by four. So I was on the minus four and a half Chiefs, so I lost there by half a point. Um, and the Crusaders, at half time, I was sitting pretty and I thought, yeah, just Chief's gonna gonna um, do this stuff here on the minus and then the, the Crusaders came back very well in the second half. They played really well. Um and and I'm gonna take the Crusaders on a lot of times this week this year. Um, but this weekend's not gonna be one of those weekends or the one of those games. The the Waratahs, they are the walking wounded at the moment. I, I, I it seems like they're gonna lose lose Mark Nowak. I, I can't remember. I can't pronounce his surname. No, no, I'm not even gonna try. Not even gonna try. And, and, and he's he's a guy that that's normally good for seven points for them. He's a he's a great winger. He, he just gets involved and he just does the right stuff on on the field. Um, so yeah, I, you have to go in the minus here, but. The thing with the Waratahs and Crusaders games normally, there are a lot of points. Um, it just I haven't got stats on it, but but from memory, it's always from very memory, yeah, even finals and that between the sides. Yeah. Yeah. I, rem I remember a game. It was probably 2008-2009, thereabouts, 2007, maybe even where the, where the Crusaders won like 95 something against the Crusaders. Oh, yeah, more, I remember that quite a lot, yeah. At that stage, it was the highest scoring Super Rugby game. It might still be, I'm not sure. But I think somebody like Caleb Ralph scored like three or four tries. It was a very high scoring game. And from that time, I just remember always this is a high scoring game. And the Waratahs, 
even though they let in points, they also score points. Jake Gordon, he loves to try and scrum off. He, he always gets on the score. And like that winger, Mark, but uh, he's not playing now. Ben Dollar, uh, no, Ben, no, he's not playing there, sorry. Um, but yeah, they just, you just expect points from the Warriors as well. So I think overs here, uh, overs on Crusaders points or overs on total points is the way to go. But the minus also, I think the Crusaders will beat this minus. Yeah, I think we're aligned on that one. This game, I think there's been a couple of like, I think I heard there might have been a bit of plus nine and a half, ten and a half rumbies early in the week. But certainly over the last day or two, this has been very stable. We've got Chiefs minus mm. eight and a half against the Brumbies. And the points are 55 and a half. Nathan this morning and Chris, I think as well, if I recall, were both on the Brumbies plus on this game. Henrik, are you joining them? Um, Brent, I think so. Um, this is also, this is two teams I'm looking to do back um, during the season. Now they're playing against each other, then it get, gets tricky for me, especially the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs this season, but the Brumbies, um, they do have the forwards to, to, to come when they come up against the New Zealand teams to, to really fight them. Um, I think the plus is probably the way to go. I'm not strong as strong as your, your guest this morning, but I think the plus is the way to go, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and with the, the points, I'm unsure. Um, whenever the New Zealand and Australian teams play each other, when it's the one country against the other, I like to go over just because of the different styles that play against the other. And this Chiefs team, they will score a lot of tries this year. Um, but yeah, I think the Brumbies, they might stifle their ball. They, they won't give them the, the quick ball. Stephen Larkham, the, the Brumbies coach, he's a wily old character. And he, he will have a plan how to stop the quick ball and stop the, the, the tries, um, try scoring opportunities. Guys like um, Sean Stevenson and the wingers, Nana Satora and those guys. I think the plus is the way to go. I, I'm not as strong, like I said, <clears throat> but uh, I think the plus is the way to go, yeah. Right, one last game to bring us home and take us to the best bets. This has also been fairly stable. We've got Hurricanes minus nine and a half against uh, the Reds and a points line here of 57.5. I think this game will have points, Brent. Um, both these teams like scoring tries, like scoring attractive rugby, running rugby, take McDermott for the Reds. He will speed the game up. The Hurricanes like playing a fast game. Um, I don't think well the the Reds the, the Reds probably have the, the better loses to slow the ball get the, the game down if if they want to and that will probably they'd be wise to try and slow the ball yeah the they'd be wise to slow it down okay. and then then you're in trouble with the points if you fancy the points so that makes it tricky um, yeah while while I would like to to back the Arikas, I just have a feeling the Reds must stay in this one and if they play cleverly and, and, and slow the game down i think that yeah you know, the handicap look, looks a bit high again not of not one of my stronger games but i think the plus is probably the the, the right bit yeah farid is reckoning the canes can beat the handicap yeah i tend to be leaning towards a nice high scoring game for us to end off the weekend that brings us to the end of a show it's actually a good idea that i just had one guest on and the reason by the way was because i was meant to have load shedding now and i didn't want the generator on for too long but that didn't happen believe it or not but we've got plenty of games there so let's let's start off with the super rugby which we just spoken about Henrik, what are your best plays in super rugby um brent it's going to be in in the first three games um yeah i, I quite like the draw on the plus 
and then I like the Islanders and the plus as well. Um, uh, yeah, I, I like the force as well. All three of the first games, I like the under underdogs. Um, best of the lot, I'd say the draw, uh, the, the, the Moana, sorry, I said Juana, the Moana under plus. Uh, I think Moana plus six and plus seven and a half. There should be some plus seven and a half still. I think that's a very good bet, and that, that's my favorite. That, that's my strongest after three, and I like all three underdog. And then points in the, uh, the Crusaders game as well. Right, we'll get into your URC picks in just a sec. Your Hunt Estes and coming in with his weekly treble. Crusaders, Tars over 59.5. I like that one. Moana plus 7.5. Panrick and I both like that one as well. And the Storm is plus 7.5, and, and that works out at 11 to 2. Uh, wants to keep the roll going. Yo, Johanna Massa, I think you go, you'll get a, certainly a, a nodding head there from Hanrick yeah. and myself. 2M Systems coming in. Munster minus 40.5. He's going for the Oracle extended handicap there. Crusaders minus 33.5. Queer Hill. What is that? So, uh, minus 46.5. 80 times your money. Queer Hill. So, yeah, nothing wrong with taking a big, uh, a, a, a big treble like that with, with extended prices. Henrik, take us through your URC uh, best bets. Yeah, Brent, I'm I'm going for the Stormers. I think the Stormers plus, and I, and I think they will will beat the Bulls up there. If they don't, if they fall short, I I don't I can't see the Bulls beating them by more than convert to try. So six and a half, I'm happy to take the six and a half. I think the Stormers will stay in there, um, and then I like Leinster as well. I I think that that thirteen and a half is just too low against the Welsh side. Excellent. Well, I think you and I align quite a bit this weekend. I'm not sure that's a great thing for you, given my current form. But I'll have to find out what the old newsletter best bet will be. I must say, I'm, I'm honestly, as I sit here now, I do like quite a lot. I'm not as last week. I went in way too excited. I got too carried away in that Blues game, and unfortunately, I chased it on Highlanders over five and a half tries. And I had eight minutes to score like another try, and they never even got almost into the half. You know, it was one of those. And I, yeah, so I'm going to go in a little bit. Uh, I don't want to say more cautious because I want to. I, I do have an element of chasing about me, but I'm not as confident as I was last week. And, and perhaps that's that's actually be a good thing. But anyway, Henrik, it was great chatting to you on the show. First of all, just to say cheers to the guys in the live chat. Thanks, guys, for your contributions. And Henrik, yeah, enjoy the uh, enjoy all the rugby and and all the sport on this weekend. Anything else that catches your eye? I think this is really a rugby weekend. Yeah, it's more FBA. Um, I always have a look at the cricket that's on. I like my cricket. Um, there's a few test matches going. Um, Ireland versus Afghanistan, or in Afghanistan, I'm actually keeping an eye on that one. Ireland got a good lead there in the first innings. Um, and then, yeah, the, the Australia, um, New Zealand test as well in New Zealand. So, yeah, I like, I like the test cricket. So, yeah, having a, 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 keeping an eye on that. Um, yeah, no other sports really for me. I'm more of a rugby guy and I like my cricket. And you, is there any, any, anything other that you, yeah, you're going to have a look no, at? No, no, pretty much going to focus. Pretty much going to focus on the rugby this weekend. I love the fact that there is so much rugby because um, I don't know. But my kids being out of school now, I don't have school sport anymore to watch on on the Saturday. So it's it's lacking up. That could take up my day. Uh, Michael coming in, and we haven't had a post on Twitter. The, the show does go out live on Twitter, but we generally get comments from YouTube. And that's a Twitter post there. Sharks going to win. Henrik is very much in your camp there, Michael. And uh, Farid just making a comment here. Pro 12, D2, and top 14 with some Japanese League One make for a bumper rugby weekend. Yeah, quite a few guys on the forum play that. I haven't quite ventured into that sort of uh, zone yet. But Henrik, great chatting to you, man. And we'll certainly be in touch with you over the next week or so to see what next weekend holds. Thanks, Brent. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, thanks for all the comments.